Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. 12 minutes past 10 on Racing HQ. Time now for Behind the Gates. The uh, serious part of the uh, morning is out of the way. Now time to have a little bit of fun and we'd love to hear from you as well. If you're listening, you can text her on the text line 0419767272. We'd love to hear from you and you can contribute to Behind the Gates where we'll have a good look at all the races at Rose Hill Gardens this afternoon for Five Diamonds and Inglis Golden Gift Day. Luke Marlowe's in the uh, in the van next to me, you'll be calling all the races with Darren Flindell taking a well-earned break. Great to see you, Luke. And how are you feeling today? A bit edgy, big day for us, isn't it? I'm excited, Anthony. Good morning to you. Good morning to our listeners. Good to be in the van with you, buddy. What about the weather we've got here? Great, isn't it? Gee, it's toasty. I'm surprised you've still got the jacket well, on. Well, the air conditioning's on in the van, so we've been turning it on and off all morning because I perish and then I get hot and then I perish. So, Well, I know you're a bit of a fashionista. Am I? What's wrong with my outfit today? See how sharp your eyes. You forgot a belt. <laughs> I haven't got a belt on. Yeah. Did I get it straight away? <laughs> I haven't got a belt on, which is not so good when you're 68 kilos and a string bean, but um, we can hide up in the broadcast box. So Mate, no, no one, one will notice. see you. You're looking Did very you notice sharp when I walked in? No, I hadn't, just, okay. I hadn't noticed so at all. I drew your attention to it. No, so. You're looking very sharp. Hopefully, otherwise. I forgot the belt. Hopefully, I don't forget any colours today, because then we'll be in real trouble. Yeah, you'll be in real trouble. <laughs> don't forget their names, otherwise we will be in trouble, because Luke's yep. calling all the races for us. And Brad Davidson's on the line as well. Morning to you, Davo. Uh, what's upset you this week? Anything in particular? Oh, morning, fellas. Well, firstly, Luke, I've more a belt for four years, so don't worry about belts, mate. They're overrated. <laughs> uh... Secondly, uh, Manta, you've broken the golden rule here this morning. You're going to have a really upset Hills here. He likes to be in first introduced. And, you know, Mr. Mr. VIP likes to be treated. So uh, you're not, he's not going to be happy when he comes on the line in the second. But, no, look, great great day of racing ahead, guys. The five diamonds stacked up really well. Golden gifts not bad. And the, maybe the hot Danish a little bit lower numbers. And um, they would have, would have hoped for a better field there, no doubt. But a uh, good day at Rose Hill Gardens, and of course, uh, I'd like to pay my respects to all the, the men and women on Remembrance Day who've uh, serviced this great nation over the, the years and made it the, the great country it is today. Absolutely, and we'll be acknowledging that and paying our respects at 11am this morning. Hurls, I shouldn't have upset you too much because you've already been on the radio twice already this morning and it's only gone quarter past ten. Yeah, well, this is true, actually, man. No, that's fine. Look, I think the new rule, I don't have to be brought on first, but just as long as I'm brought on before Dave, that'll, um, that'll suffice, mate. <laughs> All right, well, look, um, I haven't done the shift for a few weeks, week, so mate. I wasn't familiar. <laughs> did I did, yeah, week? yesterday. Punish? Yesterday. The worst. Punish? You wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy. Yeah, no. yeah. But no, he's, moved to, he's moved to Vaucluse, boys, so he's sweet. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please, moved around the corner and, no, I wouldn't wish it on my... If there's a... Let me know on the text line. Is there a worse thing in life than moving moving house? Let me know. Because yeah. I've just no, done it, it yesterday be. and, and I, it's fresh in my mind. I can't think of things anything much worse. I've got one. What? Having a horse in your black book oh, not that wins... And you missed it. Yeah. I'd that's... take moving any day than that. Gee, that's a hollow <laughs> feeling. When you've put all the work in, you've reviewed a meeting, put one in the black book, Davo, and you have a couple of days off for different reasons, or you're away and you check the results, and hello, it's one, and oh, $15, you're just headless. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Not good, but, but moving's also not good either. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'd still I'd still put it just below moving. That's uh, oh yeah, that's nice news. I think I, last time we moved, I think I broke two tables, so I wasn't in the good book for a while. So anyway, I've got someone to do it, but I'm too stingy for that, unfortunately. Was there much right, uh, was there much tension between you and Maddie, Renner? Oh yeah, inevitable. What you you weren't following orders, Manto? Oh, the removalists. Yeah, none of us did. <laughs> Myself or the, the the two men in the truck, we just we just piled it all in there and we got scolded for it anyway. Look, let's get straight into it, guys, and and uh, have a look at this Rose Hill program. We're going to start with the feature race, uh, the Five Diamonds, and again, if you're listening, we'd love to hear from you. Text her on the text line zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. There's a text that's come through from Jack from Maruma, uh, Naruma, beautiful part of the world. You played golf down there plenty of oh, times, Marlo, and we've. We've, um, we've called the races down that way plenty of times. G'day, fellas. Hoping I've found some real value in the five diamonds in Zumon. It's been a tough week, so any help will be welcome. Cheers, Jack from Naruma. It'd be lovely down there at Naruma. Today, we'll go with you, Marlo. What, what did you think of Zumon in the five diamonds? Well, he's second up, Manto, and I think he's going to appreciate the extra distance. We know when he won that Grafton Cup, uh, he scored over 23.50 metres. He was a Sunshine Coast Cup winner as well. So he was really flying last preparation. I think it was a brutally run race last start, and he he battled away, but 1,500 metres is short of where he wants to be. And his last 12 runs prior to that, the shortest he'd raced over was a mile, and he was fifth of eight in that race. So for him to run 11 of 14, first up 1,500 metres, beaten 5.4 lengths, I think that was to be expected. Going up in distance, I don't think he's the worst here. He may just want one more run, and then you're looking at him 2,000 third up uh, and then beyond. Uh, but I wouldn't necessarily want to pond him and, and say he can't win the race because uh, the stable's just airborne, Gay and Adrian. But I think the one they've all got to beat, guys, is the Queenslander, right? I mean, Antino... We know the bad luck he's had this preparation. He was stiff last start. The 1,800 metres, I don't think, is a question mark. He draws to do no work. I think he's just going to need luck at the right time, and he's clearly the horse to beat. He's never been to Sydney before, so that's a, another little unknown. But having been down to Melbourne and raced so well this preparation, I think he's tough and versatile, and I think he's the one to get through. Davo, thoughts on Zoom on? Yeah, look, again, a bit like Luke, I don't really want to knock him because Stable's airborne, he's your leader in the race and Rose Hill up on speed is a, is a good recipe. But I don't think he can, I don't think he's got the class to win personally. Um, you know, he was well beaten fresh and he's, he's not quite at the grade of a few of these others. He's probably more that sort of 2,000 to 2,300 metre type of horse. So, um, but, you know, fighting those sort of horses with that profile um, is just silly at those sort of odds. So I wouldn't do it. Um, but look, I, I agree with Luke. I think Antino, look, he's getting in short enough now. I think he'll get a little bit better late, but I think he sets up beautifully here. I, I think everyone's talking about the 1800 the wrong way, personally. Um, I think it's a positive for him. I don't think, I can't see any negative with it. He's had, you know, mile, mile runs. He's, he, he, you look at his breeding, he's 2,000 metre horse. I'm, I'm convinced he's a 2,000 metre horse. I, I think if he stayed at a mile, I'd be concerned, but the fact that he's going to 1800 is a massive plus for me. There'll be high-pressure rate. If he just jumps and puts himself in the first sort of six, look, he just needs daylight, and he hasn't got it this preparation. I mean, fair dinkum. Like, he's the unluckiest horse in the spring by a country mile. This horse should be unbeaten, this prep. The, the gate beat him in the two-rack. 
his other two runs, he's still trying to get out of the pocket. He's had a barrier trial coming into it, and everyone's saying, well, you know, he's had a busy prep. Well, he's had two barrier trials and two runs. That's what he's had because he hasn't got out in two of them. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just got beautiful form for this. He's got the best ratings being held up. And, you know, you look at the, the Sydney lead-in, I don't think it's very strong. I know a lot making a case for detonated Jack, but... They finished alongside each other at 1,400 at Flemington early this prep, and that was the run Antino never got a crack at him. He should have beat him two lengths and meets him four kilos better. So I don't like the Sydney lead-up. I don't know why they're backing unspoken. I just do not see it at all. I was on him last start. He was given a piece with 52 in a, in a five-length easier race, and now they want to back him at $7 a year in, with 56. Oh, I just cannot see it there at all. I thought he was sort of 15 to 1 pop. Um, I think... Barring bad luck, I, I think he's too good for them. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty keen. I, I think he's the best of the day in the all right, uh, very confident there, Davo, with Antina. Any money for Zoom on Hurls? Uh, that listener that um, texted in, eighteen dollars on tab fixed odds, but any money for him? Yeah, for an eighteen dollar chance, there is a couple of bets there, nothing huge, but um, yeah, certainly not friendless. Antino's definitely the most popular runner in front of Democracy Manifest. It's always popular. Uh, democracy manifest, and that is the case again today. All right, I've got a text here on the text line here from Ryan wanting to know is Antino and In Secret the two best bets around today? Well, we're sort of focusing more on Rose Hill today, Ryan, but I think Davo's answered your question that um, Antino obviously looks hard to beat, and yeah, In Secret, she'll run well down there in Melbourne as well against Imperatriz. Um, text coming through on the text line, we were talking earlier about having to move. Is there a worse thing in life, having to move? <laughs> Someone's texted and said, something worse than moving house is helping your mate move house. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Not bad. Not bad. That's probably pretty true, isn't it? Because there's no, there's no payment for it. No, You're not getting anything nothing. out of it. It's just a love piece. <laughs> Thankfully, those days are over. I mean, in your early 20s, anyone with a ute, yeah. Got sought into helping yeah. a mate move, but those days are well and truly over. And Newman's text in as well, worse than moving, losing your house in a divorce and then moving. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I hope you haven't down that path Newman, yet, Newman. Newman. <laughs> sounds rough, brother. <laughs> it does sound pretty rough, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to race number seven. Uh, the English Golden Gift for the two-year-olds, million dollars at set weights. This Shangri-La Express, how do we line him up, Luke? He's obviously looked pretty sharp. He's, we've only seen him once, as most of them. We've only ever seen all of them once, if not not at all, at the trials. He's got the outside gate, but he looks fast enough. How do you see this race for him? Well, why draws 1,100 metres at Rose Hill? Normally, they're just a death trap. Um, but I'm not sure it's going to matter. I mean, Scampi's going to go back. Uh, volatile, he's not really a leader. Miss Judas goes back. I'm not looking at... And a lot of them are first starters that mm. might be that little bit green and miss at half a beat. I think he's going to ping out. Regan Bayless is going to be handled bars down. If he crosses to the rails, I think it's game over because his strength through the line at the end of the 1,000 metres last start was highly impressive. He actually ran the best final 200 of any horse in that race. So how's Miss Judas going to turn the tables mm. on him. Um, Will he cross better being, sing- uh, being single, do you think? He'll fast? try. Mm. He'll try. I think the, the only risk is if they all dig up inside him and make him and blow him up by making him do too much work. So I, I think if everything goes to plan, he gets across, even if he's outside the lead. I just think he's got a bit of class. I wouldn't have been saying that if the Godolphin horse was in the race, Graham, mm. because uh, I had a nibble there at the, the double figures, and I thought he was highly impressive in the trial. I had him as the main danger, but now that he's out, I'm 
I'm happy to side with the strength of Gay and Adrian. Shangri-La Express, Scampi, he might turn it around. He had poor post-race recovery. He's got a tongue tie on after his disappointing debut, but he was soft in the market there late. So I think maybe we were all getting overexcited about the trial on the bridal prior. He has trialled great since, but I just want to see him do it race day. I'm with the proven horse. The undefeated Shangri-La Express. All right, Davo, what did you make of the, uh, the the golden gift? Obviously, we've seen Shangri-La Express. He's won. And then you've got the likes of Scampi. And as Duff, Duff said earlier on when we spoke at um, uh, 7 a.m. Uh, this morning interviewing our guests, uh, he's a sort of horse that he sucked us in, didn't he, Scampi? He sucked us in at his first dud off his trial. They've sent him back. He's trialled good and volatile. Probably fits the same profile as well. How do you assess this race? Well, I think with Scampi, it's just we don't know what he is yet because he pulled up slow to recover on debut, so we just put the pen through that and go off his trials. It's a type of... It's a prawn, mate, a Scampi. It's a, it's like a prawn, just to let you know. Yeah. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. But it, <laughs> when they pull up slow to recover and get beaten like that, like, you just put the pen through, right? It just didn't, didn't turn up, and he pulled up slow to recover. I always just give that a complete forgive. Um, that okay. steward report mentioned, the slow to recover. So, for me, trials either side of that have been terrific the latest. Um, I think he's a clear danger. I would have had him potentially on top had he drawn a gate, but the gate's the issue for me. But look, I've got to come back to the favourite here. He's run sensational time, one of the better ratings there so far for the, for the two-year-olds. And uh, he did at both ends. He actually worked mid-race there to get to the front as well. My concern with him is, is I'm not, I'm not as confident that he'll, um, that he'll ping out of a gate. With first run, he didn't really ping out of a gate. He sort of half jibbed at the start and then sort of mustered after a couple of strides so I just wonder how much pace he's actually got and if a couple kick up he might be in no man's land out there three wide so that's my concern with him um, but I think if he if he gets to the front I think it's game over he gets outside lead I, I, you know, it's not an easy position to sort of control from but I still think he probably gets the job done from there, three wide no cover and he's in a bit of trouble so I think that the first 200 metres of the race is all important there but um, it's hard to, it's hard to get away from him Rating there the other day was outstanding. Mm, okay, so both Luke and Dave are pretty keen on Shangri-La Express. Are they backing anything to, to beat him, Hurls? Oh, Dollar-wise, no, not really. Um, Scampy's solid, 650 or 7 back to $650. Uh, volatile's $8.59. Yeah, not seriously. I personally, particularly the first, second starts, so I think the yard and the late market is incredibly important. You know, something can get fizzed up and what have you. So, um, yeah, uh, if, if that is the case with the favourites, it, it could get out. It's pretty solid at 225, but it was a bit rude when it touched the dollar ninety earlier this morning, albeit not for long. Yeah, I did notice that when we were doing our um, form preview, uh, touched a dollar ninety and then flickered between dollar ninety two twenty five back to two twenty five as it is now. That's the uh, the English golden gift text coming through on the text line. We were talking earlier about having to move houses or anything worse. Well, coming home and finding your worldly possessions in two boxes and a note. I've changed the locks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez>. Ian, <laughs> we've opened a can of worms oh, here this morning, but I like it. Some bit of people out there this morning. Yeah, I like it. Hey, there's a there's a genuine question here as well on the text line, and I'll throw this one at you as well. Matt wants to know, Manto, hey, genuine question, do you guys bet on multiple horses in one race, or is that a mugs game? Luke, would you often have two bets in the one race? Not at the moment, because I'm going awful. <laughs> I It's not silly at all. No. Uh, at all. If you consider two horses in the race to be a bit of value, um, then definitely you mm. can 
back. I, I know a lot of uh, punters would back more than two horses in a race. You might see, oh gee, I love Imperatriz today uh, at a dollar ninety-five, but there's a fifty-to-one shot that you've got to comment on as well. Well, yep. even though she's pretty short, you could still have the the little carrot uh, on the ruffie in the race as well, just to cover you in case. And more often than not, you could could do it for a bit of sanity as well. Yep. Um, you got two horses you think they're a bit of value both of them and you can't decide which way to go a lot of people wrestle with the fact and say oh i can't decide which way to go well back them both and put yourself at ease if you think there's two hopes uh it's it's not silly at all no. to do it i'm sure davo will agree with me yeah davo you're one to have a couple of bets if you certainly if you're against the favorite aren't you yeah no issue at all um I think a lot of people struggle to get their head around the fact that you can only collect on one of them. So one of them's got to be a losing bet unless you get a dead heat like I did at Packenham last night. I'm still filthy about that. I reckon I got the photo too, but anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, I see, yeah, well, I put it on Twitter. I reckon, there's a, I reckon there's a small margin, but anyway. we leave it. So we you were on the outside horse. On. I did, I did oh, yeah, see that yeah. photo. You were on the outside horse, were you? Yeah. Uh, don't, don't forget the fence bias. It was the best run of the night by a country mile, but... Um, yes, I thought there was a small margin, but anyway, look, I think the, I think the owners went up and had a look, and, and obviously they got better images than we've got on Twitter, so I'm sure there was no margin, I'm sure it was a dead heat, but it's, uh, on that photo, I think I'm robbed, but anyway, um, yeah, no issue, because what you, what you gotta think is you gotta say, you gotta get away from that idea that you can only collect on one and one's a loser, and just say, okay, if I back one at, you know, $9 and one at $10, or two at $10, in effect, I'm taking five to one. So just take it as a, just think of it as a, as a one-off bet that if either of these two, I'm taking fives and, and that's it, I'm happy. So, um, yeah, no issue, particularly as Luke said, if you're backing one in the market, you're really worried about one out wide. Sometimes it's actually for your for your own saneness a lot of the times. If you don't have something on that ruffie and that ruffie gets you, you'll you'll be uh, filthy with yourself. So it's kind of nice just to just to sort of have it there as a bit of a just-in-case if you, you know, um, sort of help yourself after the race as well. Um, yeah, no issue at all. Um, sometimes as well, the back and save, right? Like a lot of people today are in territories, um, so back there and save in secret who looks the only danger. Obviously, if one comes and beats you, it's more costly, but if you think it's a two-horse race, you can you can back one to win and then just save on the other one so that if the other one wins, you do not lose on the race. You back it to, to cover your, basically your, your bet on the other one. What about I, you, Wills? Um, yeah, no, I in fields where it's sort of five, six dollars a field, oh, I'm big on it. I mean, I had uh, well, I had three bets in the um, in the Melbourne Cup, um, and did get results. Not not always the case, but um, uh, you know, we've got products like same race multis these days too, and I encourage people to to have a look at that. Even if you don't want to sort of place a bet initially, just put it in your bet slip, and you'd be surprised as to how quickly a dividend can add up. You know, you've got it to or first, second, third, or fourth. But um, yeah, I don't mind playing those either. I'm just getting back to that photo last night. There's a certain host uh, who texted me around about 10 o'clock last night that was very happy with that photo because he's landed the quaddy and uh, I would suggest uh, that host of Black Bookers would be a very, very sore and sorry man this morning. He was uh, well on his way. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. He's, yeah, he's down in Adelaide he's on a... Good... He's down on. He's down in Adelaide. At um, I don't know if it's Bucks Weekend or whatever. I was just just to catch up with the old family mates. He texted me about ten thirty, and uh, he was that's, pretty happy. That's unusual. That... Benny. normally he's about a midnight one a.m. sort of you know, South <laughs> Africa bowl and places like that. Yeah. So I'm surprised he's gone early there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, um, yeah, was I've that at a, those before? 
was that an unintended pun, saying he's well on his way, or was that a little bit of craftiness from the great man there? I think he just fluked that. Yeah, I think he's fluked it. Too much credit. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'll put my hand up there. Yeah, that was a fluke. Um, yeah. So anyway, now getting back to the, that, as I said, th- that's my opinion. Um, I know Dave is not a place betting man. I, I'm going to um, mention something in my early quote pretty shortly about a place bet. But um, yeah, if you're new to it, have a look at same race multis. I, I'm a big fan of them. Okay. Hey, gents, we'll move on. Um... There's a text coming through. This is a good one as well, talking a little earlier about that um, that bloke who came home and found his worldly positions in possessions in two boxes. He should have been on number 13 in race seven, better being single. That was a <laughs> good text coming through on the text line. Hey, um, one of our other listeners wants to know um, about, well, making comment here regarding Gerald and, and Sterling. They've got a really good team. they only got three horses lining up, Eagle, Nest, Call Die, Gusto Sissimo, three horses that are very firm in the market. Talk mainly about um, Call Die in the hot Danish stakes because there was another listener wanting to know about Russian Conquest as well, and we'll, we'll get your thoughts there. Um, Nick from Newcastle wanting to know about uh, your thoughts on Russian Conquest in the hot Danish, and also there was an earlier listener asking about Dalcini as well. So uh, how do we line this uh, this field up, Luke? Um, like this... There, Call Dye's probably going better than the other two, Royal Merchant and, and Roots. But having said that, they probably didn't have a lot of luck their, their last couple of runs. Tricky little race to assess. And Dalcini's going well, but just struggles to win. Surely there's a Class 1 somewhere for <laughs> She'd be nice and short in a set weights <laughs> Class 1, wouldn't she? Prize money's that good and black type's on offer, so yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh, but she just doesn't win often enough for me. Yeah. Uh, even at $15, oh, I've just got no interest. She'll be last. I don't see much pace here. I, I can't have her, um, but I'd love to Fair see enough. a win for Lee and Cherie. I really would. Uh, gee, I, I'm not sure how a lot of these are going. Mm. I'm worried about Roots, but my hope is the third up spike. She's got a pattern of doing this in her career. Third okay. up is her best run. Home, Rose Hill, Group 2 race, looking for more black type on the resume. You can bet that Chris Waller has got her ready. So I'm with her. I think she'll just park in behind the speed. Mirror view called eye, probably going to the top. Roots sitting second pair in behind them. And if she lets down with that turn of foot that she's got at her best, I think she's right in the race. I think the the adding of the blinkers is interesting. That could be one of two things, Dave. How did you read it? Is it is it panic stations or she's not going any good here? We need to try something. Or is it just the right time? Five-year-old man now, she's had 20 runs. Why not throw them on third up from a good draw and, and see what happens? Well, the thing that is that Chris Waller is one of the best trainers in Australia in using blinkers. He, he knows when to use them and which horses to use them. A lot of people have blinkers on in there that I, I think is the most overrated gear change in the game, personally. Um, as, as a general rule, obviously some horses really react, but most of them overrate with them and, and I, I much prefer them coming off than going on, um, as I've said on this program many times. But he gets it right. Um, we even saw it with a horse. Melbourne Cup day up there in Queensland over 2400, I can't remember the name but the horse just went like a rocket with the shades on for Waller and uh, beat Classic Deal and yeah, look what do you do with this race? I mean, they're all just jogging up and down on the same spot aren't they really, with respect to them and um, it's just going to be who gets the right run I, I went with Bruce but I couldn't talk to listener out of Russian Conquest who's you know, dry ground's the key, I mean they put up a soft five today, fair dinkum, if that's a soft five I'll give the game away 
be closer to a good three than a soft five. I mean, it's 31 degrees today. They had five mil of rain the other day. It'll go straight through. So um, the drive track will suit Russian Conquest. And, uh, yeah, what do you do? You can make a case for all of them. I'm waiting for Dalcini. Just wait for that horse to get to Hawkesbury. Whenever it gets back to Hawkesbury, it'll be the best roughy of the year by mile. It absolutely loves Hawkesbury, but not today, maybe. But uh, it's flying as well. So you can make a case for any of the seven, and um, any of the seven could win. I'm, I don't really have a firm view, guys, to be honest. Two Market things. You reckon, you reckon yeah, Royal Merchant's jumping up and down at the moment too, bro? Oh, I thought they were okay the other day, but, like, you know, they're there. They're going all right, but they're, they're, they're far from... Uh, have another look at headline the at the replay. Headline, have another look at the replay. He was stiff. No, he was stiff. Well, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but they're not. They're not. You know. Yeah. She's a chance, but I think Roots could could easily turn around and, and beat her. So I don't know. They're, they're going all right. Don't get me wrong. And Mano, Good didn't to see you up and about hills. <laughs> Mano, didn't you? Uh, didn't Gerald say this morning he's not afraid to leave if, if he has to on call die? Yeah, there was a. Yeah, he was. He was going to be positive as was um peter snowden with with russian conquest both those guys suggested that you know small field they didn't want to get sort of left flat-footed back in behind them or behind runners or you know at the back great move i think particularly with nash on i know she's had a history of over racing but she had the checkered passage last start and i think it's the right time fifth up and the intent's got to be there right group two she hasn't correct me if i'm wrong guys but called i Hasn't won a group race. She's been placed, so mm. yes, she's got that black tight, but she's only won a maiden at uh, at uh, the Kenzo. So to win a group race is a big thing for a valuable mare. Huge. I mean, look at a pedigree manto, Frankel, Samantha. Yeah, this. yeah they, huge. They'll be uh, all systems go today to try and win this. Yeah, um, Gerald did say of the three horses when we spoke to Gerald Ryan, uh, Ron Duffy, and myself between seven and eight. Um, he did say that of his three horses, Eagle Nest, Gusto Sissimo and Call Die, this was the best of them. So that's a pretty good push in itself. Am I mad for thinking Fine Point's got a rough hope? I'd love this. I'd love there to be eight in this race because they'd bet one, two, three. I, I thought Fine Point had a, had a rough hope. Capable enough first up. Last preparation, she ran third to Roots in a, state, a Group 2 race. Second up when she only got beat a length and a half. Roots is... Two nineties is twenty three dollars. I wish it was. I wish there was eight in it, and we could play one, two, three because I think she's a locker Mate, run. I'm not going to bag anyone for anything mm. in this race. I think anything goes. Yeah, um, I, but if it wins, I'll, I'll walk home. I'll walk yeah, home if I, it wins. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I well, agree. You're putting on that. Interesting on that. Sterling Alessio was on the program during the week, and he said Eagle Ness was their best. So trainers uh, don't always uh, agree what their best chances are. Mm. Um, Kira Love Mara that. and David Eustace, great examples as well. So um, Sterling was Eagle Nest and Gerald obviously called on. All right. Well, having said that, let's get to perhaps the last race. is a, a good segue to, to talk about Gusto Sissimo. He's, he's come up favourite in the last. He's won his last two since they've gelded him. And he's, he's looking like a good horse at the, the midweeks, but he has to take that step up in class. What do you think of him, Luke? Well, what I think of him, I wish he was in an earlier race because I don't really want to have to get my tongue around Gusto Sissimo <laughs> in the last. You're going to put a bit of a, a twang on it, a bit of an Italian... What does it mean? I think it's I very know. nice in, in Italian or Not tasty. Sure. Yeah, I think it's Not tasty sure. in Italian. I can't get hot about the price, but I, I like him as a horse. He's got to tick a couple of boxes. Number one and most importantly is his Saturday Metropolitan Gravy. 
Number two, and also very importantly, 1,200 metres. Two wins is preparation, 1,100 at Hawkesbury, 1,100 at the Kensington. Yes, you've got 52, but you're asked to take 260 in a metropolitan race. Um, I know this isn't a world-class field, but mm, seems a little tight. I preferred plundering, particularly when he was... Uh, when I saw that trial, I just I liked the fact that they gave him that that twelve hundred to really have him screwed down fresh because he does go well first up. He just maps beautifully, parking him behind. I know it was a secondathon last preparation for him, but I'm not questioning his determination and genuineness. I think he is very genuine, and some of those seconds were beauties. So could just see him running a good race, guys. Lent his way. Uh, respect Gus. He's in for second. Gustosissimo. If he came out and blew them away again, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but just in that price range, and Dave, I'm not sure where you're at with him, but just in that price range when you haven't proven yourself at the distance, I know it's only an extra 100, but it is significant. You've never raced on a Saturday and won. Um, so those are, those are just my little thought processes that, I mean, if he was $4 all day, but 260 I just think he's on price, maybe a touch of unders. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's aggressively priced, but I think, you know, at least he's doing it at home, right? Rose Hill's quite a kind track, so I think hmm. there with 52 on his back is, is the place to go with the upside factor where the others have well enough found, I think it's fair to say. At, at this stage, we kind of know their level where we don't know he's dealing just yet, so I'm with him, but I agree it's a little bit short, but I think it's got to get the big gust, doesn't it, across the line? Lucy Marlowe, but we yeah. the big gust in the last. Home yep. goes big gas. I've been I've been doing a lot of fandom calls this week on the big sports breakfast. Oh, for the cup day and that. I've, yeah, I've been yeah. carrying on. I did, did one for beauties. a multi uh, as well yesterday. So I hope I've got a bit left in the tank, boys. Oh, you'll be right. <laughs> no, you're feeling you're looking pretty fresh anyway. Oh, I'm so feeling fresh, mate. You'll Don't be worry right. about that. I think that's the general consensus with Gusto Sissimo and just listening to um, to both yourself and Davo and uh, Duff and Brad Gray earlier on as well on. HQ sort of suggesting and, that and, you know and with that, it's Nanto, probably rock bottom, rock, rock bottom. And with that too, there might start. He might start to get to a price where you go, hang on, now he's getting he's mm. too big because you're right. A lot of analysts are half against him. Is he softening up a bit, Hurls? I just see he's on the slide a touch. Yeah, well, um, with your blessing, is clearly the best back runner dollar wise today. But it's five fifty to six back to five fifty. Contemporary's been popular as well, and that's good information. Because yeah, two thirty out to two sixty uh, for the favourite. So they are yeah, I'd say two sixty might be not rock bottom, but you might get a three in front of it. All right, Gusto Susamo uh, to taste to enjoy. Thanks oh. from the factor who's just texted in, and uh, John from Canberra's also texted in. We we're talking earlier about having to move and are there worse things in life? And the poor bugger that came home and found his possessions in two boxes. Well. Uh, John's suggesting that if you, you're rocked up at home and your best mate's car is in the driveway, you're in some strife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> unless he's a builder, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's true. Even then. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, time to uh, time to release the multi and um, and uh, yeah, the behind the gates multi. It's a quarter to quarter to eleven, so now's as good a time as any. I will kick off. And I've gone a little wide, I think, today. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm having a throw at the stumps, but. I thought it was good value. My behind-the-gates multi-horse to run top three is race seven, horse number 13, better being single. Gee, was it that bad moving? 
Jeez. No. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with moving as well. <laughs> good, good. It's got nothing to do with moving. But I thought she ran a terrific race uh, at uh, at Kensington on debut. They went fast tempo. She she paired off with Gay's Artist, and Gay's Artist just nailed her late. There was a good gap to the others. Trial form prior to that had been good. I know Miss Judas beat her comfortably in a trial, but I suspect there was a little bit more under the bonnet for, for better being single if, the, if they wanted to push the button. And significantly, she's drawn inside... Shangri-La Express and she might be the first horse to find the rails and find the lead and um, that might take her a fair way to running top three so my behind the gates multi-horse race seven number 13 better being single Luke love it Manto mine is uh, guys you heard my thoughts on roots earlier Um, I've got a few question marks but in the small field with the blinkers on third up at home I just thought surely I mean I'm sure she can beat three home <laughs> in this. So she's my she's my top selection in the race. She's third up the blinkers, all of that. And I'm Tommy Berry's a good friend, and I'm catching up for a quick bite with him after the races. So I just had that in the back of my mind. If he costs us, uh, I can him. at least get him to shout yeah. or pot him or something. So uh, roots for me this week, guys. All right, Davo. Uh, I was going to go Monty Outlander in the highway, but I know that our listeners don't like us tipping horses in the highway. Quite keen on his chances. When have you ever listened? When have you ever oh, listened? No. <laughs> Starting I figured, now. I figured with really? hundred to one pop. I don't know what price it is, but it's big odds. Anyway. Hundred to one. It's fifteen dollars. <laughs> I did yeah, raise an eyebrow. So I thought I thought it's going to be a big dividend anyway. So I might as well just go Antino then, um, because yeah. we're going to be going to have a we're going to have one like the the old punters panel yesterday, where it's paying three thousand dollars and one person gets on. So. Um, we may as well uh, we may as well kick the dividend down so people can actually get on, not like the punters battle. What's Stanley doing? He's had five on yesterday. I mean, he loves a crowd. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Hells? Yeah, I went um, with Father's Day. I would have preferred a, a wet track. A bit time for this horse. It's been out of form, but it bounced back last start. I think it'll just roll forward. Yeah, I can see that the uh, top two in the market, uh, Spay Coaster and Kabosh, are hard to beat. But yeah, I think Father's Day will definitely run top four. Yeah, it's top four too, man. I think you said top three, mate. But yeah, it's top four. Yeah, top four. It's mate. It's been a while yeah. since I've done the since I've so done that the shift. Um, Come on, Manton. Yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Phil. It's all right, buddy. And so, Hurls, so, tell our listeners where they can find that. And we did have a listener um, earlier on text in. Um, obviously, you can, you can, you can. You can have a bet via the tab app, or you can go into an agency as well, or a, a pub. Uh, no, it's it's a, like. no, only available online, mate. Um, so you oh, go it is only to, online, okay. Yep, you go to today, uh, today's offers, rather, and you'll find it, uh, sports today's offers on the website. And if you go to the tab app, you'll have uh, racing, ex, uh, racing offers, rather. And that has just opened. So we're going with $8 today. It's a maximum bet of $25. So race two, number five, Father's Day. Race six, number two, Roots. Race seven, number 13, Better Be Single. And race eight, number three, Antino. All to run top four, $8, maximum bet 25 Okay, and that is open now via the, uh, the tab app or on your desktop site. Now, um, there's been a new segment added to the Behind the Gates multi since I've last uh, done the shift, and it's the, the Early Crow. Uh, I sort of misread the Early Crow a little bit. I have listened, but... Are, are you on task? Because it, it took us months to get Hurls on task and get his head around how this 
actually works. And you'll find when you throw to the segment in a moment, Davo, has, he's quite annoying every week. He likes to let us scrark. So, Davo, don't give Manton a headache <laughs> as well this week. Can we just have a nice civil throw to the segment when it comes? But are, are you on task, Manto? Have you, have you got the head around Yeah, I've got my head around it. Is there a stinger for the early crow, is there? Oh, mate. When you said, when you said throw to the segment, I... Oh, stand by, a, buddy. Is there a this, fancy intro? We don't muck around here on Behind the Gates anymore. Cue it, Nick. <laughs> on Racing HQ. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Don't worry. The early crow. <laughs> you like those apples, Manto? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's outstanding. I have that's listened to, to the, the program. You hear that? Done by AI because I said to Steve the other day, I said, um, or, or Nick, I said, um, whose voice hmm. is that? And uh, oh, it's done by AI. Oh. AI so <laughs> on, uh, Mate, they'll be calling the race soon. The AI, <laughs> <laughs> you wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear Davo out wide? He I did, yeah, 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 yeah. Got Loves a it. screech in his voice. He wasn't Here's another one, Davo. <laughs> 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 He's not sweet. <laughs> you sound like a poor crow looking for a, for a, a chip that's been thrown on the floor. Yeah. Hey, um, I, Seagull, yeah, I went a bit, uh, I went a bit rogue with the with the early crow. I, I've got my head around it now, but I'll I'll make a, an early crow p- prediction, and it might not necessarily be for today, but perhaps down the track. My early crow was that Jimi Hendrix, who lines up in the five diamonds for Annabelle Neesham and Brett Preble, will be, will be, may not be today, but he will be a Group 1 winner in Australia. Uh, he's got terrific UK form. He won a 30-horse race at um, at Ascot uh, back in June. Mm. It was the, 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 what do they call it, the, the Hunt Cup. Was thirty horses in it, and then he ran third in a, a Group Two race behind Master of the Seas, which has turned out to be a very strong form race. Jimi Hendrix, it may not be today, but he will win a Group One race in Australia. Now to help There's you, early out, crow. I love your crow. To help you out, as I tried to explain, it's about today. I get it. So let's just let me help you. Yep. Tweak please. it to. He's going to run a beauty. He'll run a bolt. He'll run a bolty today. Yep. That's for next week. Yep. And then, because you might not be with us for a few weeks... Might not be, yeah. Look out for him to win a Group 1. So yep. your crow will continue. So yeah, you've covered a... both places. <laughs> You're going to be crowing for his whole career. It's, and don't you worry about it. When he wins a Group 1, I will crow about it. You better crow about it, buddy. <laughs> uh, Jimi Hendrix to win a Group 1 in Australia. That's I love my it. early crow. Marlo? Well, last week, I struggled... I got the Everest winner beat, and I said, think about it, has got this knack of just doing what he has to to win, and I yep. thought he'd win again, yep. but it wouldn't be like a, by a big margin. I said, he'll win again, but by less than three quarters yep. of a length. Unfortunately, uh, he didn't win at all. No. So, this is what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> I get the cross. Fair enough. Now, Hurls last week, he got a... What have you done to this lovely, beautiful West Australian mare, mate? Uh, you put the curse on her. What did you do last week? Mate, not only do I put the curse on her, she almost fell. So I've got a bit of luck in that regard. Uh, I said that uh, Miller's Jewel would not run top three. And as I said, she was unlucky. And I heard... Um, Good crow, Hurls. Yeah. <laughs> Credit where it's due. Good crow. Yeah, well... <laughs> I reckon man. you're right, Dave. I honestly uh, think... So do I. I the way so it was... do I. 
What do you reckon? Do you reckon if she got that run, Manto, she would have been... I mean, she definitely would have been in the finish, but I... Mate, I was on Obambu Ramai oh. for the last four weeks. Wow. He wasn't getting beat. You kept that quiet? Yeah. Thanks, buddy. You only got to watch our Wednesday night show. Yeah, true, true. It's on I know. News Central, 7.30 on a Wednesday night. Yeah, that's right. I should, I'd be playing change. golf or hitting you. You'd be in the, the driving range at that time. Doing form. Yeah, well, yeah what about that, Davo? How's the, oh, <laughs> about the solo gallop form, Davo? Uh, lying. <laughs> so, Hurls gets a tick for last week. Yeah, big tick, Hurls. Well done. And, Davo, um, you were correct last week as well, potting Liz Tomania and Influential. So, give him a tick, Nick. There it is. Righto, boys, as Mando said, <laughs> this week, yours is... Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix will win a Group One. I'm already getting carved up on the text line. I'm being referred. To, I'm being uh, compared to Hurls. Manto's done a Hurls and gave us a crow that's going <laughs> to last for the next five years. Manto hasn't got the brief. How hard is it not to make a prediction about today's racing? It can't be reviewed next week. Cheers, Ryan. Thanks for listening, Ryan. But oh. you've done that. You've said he'll run a beauty. Yeah, we've tweaked it for you. We've tweaked it. Yeah, it's okay, mate. We make the rules here as we go. Mine is Tommy to have a very good day. Oh, not bad. Do I have no, to put a number on it, Hurls? How many's, how many's yeah. going to win? I just think he's. Yeah, yeah got to have. I've got to put a number on it. on it, do I? Well, if he's going to have a very good day, you'd have to think he's yeah, going to ride what three. Ah, uh, look, listen, I'm not as adventurous. Two as would you be think, a, man, two though. would be a good day. Okay, let's go a double. One would be just a day for Tommy. You'd expect mm. him to ride a winner a day. Right, he'll win a, a double or more. Got to be more than two. Very. All right, that's my. Three's the line for for a very good day. Can I go two? What about? Nah. I think that's fit city. <laughs> that's soft. What price is he to ride two or more, Hells? We'd have a market. He'd be he'd be favourite in the jockeys challenge, surely. Yeah, no, we haven't got a market actually. Challenge. So I might um, flick Dick a a, a text to see if we can get that because I uh, haven't got a market. We normally do, but we've got a stack of other markets, obviously with um, with uh, Flemington and all that type of thing. So yeah, unfortunately we haven't got a market at this stage for it. All right. In the Jockey's Challenge, he is $2. So he'll win the challenge. Yeah. And he'll have a very good day. Fair that's enough. My, that's my Fair enough. Boys. Who's next? Davo? Davo, what do you got? Still deciding. Either Antino to win the five diamonds. Oh, you've had all week. Unspoken not to run top three in the five diamonds. I'll go with Unspoken not to run top three. I just think we've go given both. an absolute... <laughs> go both. <laughs> Go both. Be a real no, man. Go I'm both. I'm not being hurled. I'm not being Go hurled. both. <laughs> no, no, no. Be a hero, Davo. The punters want it, mate. The punters want to see it. Oh, okay, I'll go both then. Fine. I'll just get across. Now. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> Got him. Got him. So, Antino to win, unspoken to miss oh, a hole. Yeah. Love it, Davo. I'll help you with your crows, buddy. Hurls? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, mine's a little bit of a Flindell uh, type early cross of eight. Detonator Jack will not miss a place, and I'd suggest if you like it, you'll make a profit by sort of having say, 25% stake for the win and 75% stake for a place. It's currently $10 and three ten. Detonator Jack cannot miss a place. All right, I like it. He's ten. He's three ten a place. I like it. Detonator yeah. Jack in the five diamonds. Okay, guys, five minutes to 11. Uh, almost wraps up behind the gates. Any uh, other bets you, you're keen on, Luke? What'd you make your best overall today? I didn't make a best you today. Didn't. Too I, hard. I, I just not so much uh, too hard. I, I sort of, 
a lot of them are of similar level yeah. of confidence. So I couldn't really separate them. So as far as when I entered the, the tip in, I didn't tick the box that gives us the big asterisks on there. But Fair look, enough. I don't disagree with Davo. I, I do like Antino in the five diamonds. $2.60 is now. I think he's he's getting in pretty short. But if you really press me, I'd, I'd probably identify him. And I do think in the last guys that plundering uh, will run very well. I think he's a chance of knocking off Gus uh, in the last. So... Uh, you could maybe play him on a one-by-three basis. Okay. Mm. Davo, what did you make your best? And you'll be on Sky 1 throughout the afternoon as well with Marto. Yep, looking forward to that um, this afternoon. So join us there if you're sitting on the couch at home. But just a quick rev up to Luke. Marlo, you, you double for Barry and now not making the best for the day. Come on, Skip. You've got to rev up next week and, and have a bit of a stand. Get off the fence. <laughs> Fair income. But best yeah, for I deserve me today, that. I, no, I, yeah. I deserve that, Davo. Yeah, best for me today. I've made Antino. Guys, I like... Um, Monty Outlander in the uh, in the highway. I, I think his three runs for Noel Mayfield Smith have been outstanding. His trial was superb. He mapped three back. If he gets the gap, fifty three kilos. I think the Dun Horse today is a little bit. That could have been a good early cross. There you go. Think of that. I think the Dun Horse today is a little bit overplayed. I know he's winning them all, but I just think he faced a big task on that wide gate for a horse that steps close, and I'm not sure he forms as as grouse as uh, some of the other ones he's brought to town. So. Monty Outlander, right. I think, is a good uh, inch-way play there in the, uh, in the highway. Or just a win. All right, Monty Outlander um, in the highway for Davo, and he's keen on Antino. Hurls? Yeah, I liked... Um, I thought there was a really interesting runner in the Tab Matriarch Stakes Race 5 at Flemington uh, today. Emma Kura probably would have preferred a soft track. I think 2,000 metres after that 1,600-metre race. A pretty good horse, ten dollars in pretty wide open field. I thought Amakura was a really good bet. Maybe another, considering it's sort of uh, three twenty to place and ten dollars to win. Maybe another twenty five percent win, seventy five percent stake for the place. Amakura, did you have a? And we've got to go. Um, did you have a thought on it, Brad? At all? Yeah, I'm not knocking your heels. The horse is going to appreciate the extra trip and got a nice little turn of foot. Yeah. Oh. What about the? Uh the sprint race in secret. Can she can she knock off Imperatriz today, Davo? Look, I think Imperatriz is the best sprinter in Australia, but in secret, it's just an absolute Flemington 1,200-metre horse. So I'm, I think you back one, save the other. Whichever way you want to go, take your picks. Back one, save the other. I thought that was the two hopes, um, and it's going to be a great clash. Excellent. Thanks, gents. We'll let you go. Dave, we'll see you on Sky 1 this afternoon with Marto. Have a good day. Hurls, as always, thanks for your help throughout the morning as well. Thanks. No, pleasure, mate. Have a uh, have a good day. Good calling today, Luke. And, um, yeah, what a day. It's absolutely... These, um, <laughs> these weather forecasts are setting. They've probably got the temperature right. It's 27, 28. It's going to be cloudy all day. Just looking outside here, it's not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, well, it's very warm outside the van here at uh, Rose Hill Gardens. Luke, good calling to you. Uh, really looking forward to your calls throughout the afternoon, and it's been a good good bit of fun the last hour or so. Mate, it's a great... It's my favourite hour of the week, it really is. Yeah. Um, I love the interaction from the listeners. I love the fact they keep us on, keep us honest. Um, it's tough working with Davidson and Hurls, but, yeah. I mean, you just make do. You do your best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but great job today, buddy. I, I hope you've enjoyed it. It's, Have, mate, yeah. it's good being on track, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I've got a busy afternoon as well. I'll be, uh, I'll be heading over to to do the tab markets for Benny Way for Channel 7. Benny Way's having a break, so they've sold me into his shift as well. See, you are busy. Yeah, they're keeping their, keeping their, sure getting you, their money's worth out of me. But in, make sure you invoice, buddy. Wouldn't win to be anywhere else. Exactly. Okay, we'll a uh, take a short break on Racing HQ. That has been Behind the Gates.